Holster Band Podcast here. This is your host, Ben. Yep, my co-host, Cruz. We are back here again for another episode. Uh, we got we, A lot has happened since our last episode. The UFC event happened. The Canelo fight happened. Um, uh, Monday night. Monday night. We got some football games, some basketball games. Stuff to talk about real quick. Let's just let's get right into this right now. We're going to talk about the UFC. Yeah. Um, UFC 244, Jorge Masvidal versus Diaz card. Uh, we yeah. all we all watched it here. Your thoughts on the on the on the card in general as a whole? Um, the card was good. I liked the card. Uh, I liked how most of the fights were on the feet. Um, some fights I thought went the other way. Um, but the main card, it it wasn't bad. I liked it, especially with that first fight. Started off great. Yeah, and uh, the, I think the the prelims had a pretty good fight too. Yeah, prelims which had a which one was that the one that we saw at the end? Um, the Johnny Walker one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Johnny Walker and the other guy. What the, what's his knocked name? Knocked him out. Chris Thompson. Not Chris Thompson. No. Well, that fight, that fight, that was a good one too. So the prelims was good. Yeah, prelims. The main card, yeah. you know, there were some good fights in there. I think some disappointing fights as well. Even for the boxing, the uh, the fights before Canelo were pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we also had we had but we had both fights going on at once. We had two TVs. We had the Canelo fight, and we had uh, the card, and we had the, the UFC card on. But let's just let's get into the UFC. So let's let's talk about the not good. What what cards? What fights disappointed you? Um, the two of them disappointed me. Um, Derek Lewis versus I keep I forget his name. Blago Blago Ivanov. Yeah. Um, I thought the fight. I didn't think Derek Lewis won that fight, and I was kind of disappointed. No one got knocked out because those are some hard hitters. You know, they usually go for knockouts. And I didn't think Derek Lewis did enough to win that fight. He did land most of the heavy shots, but the other guy controlled the fight most of the time and landed more. I think. Yeah, it was it was a hard fight to kind of score. Yeah, I mean the other guy really wasn't didn't have any heavy shots, but he was dominating the takedowns. Mm-hmm. The, uh, he was dominating the clinch, the clinch, and all all that. While Derek Lewis had the big hits, the punching. It was definitely hard to score. I uh, I looked at it. I was I didn't know who to to really choose from. Yeah, and Derek Lewis is coming off that that ACL injury. He didn't look he didn't look like himself. He he usually moves a little more. And uh, I just seen him just standing there, um, you know, didn't go all out really. But uh, he got the win. Hopefully, the next fight he he does have will be better. But yeah, that's one of the fights I didn't I didn't really like. Um, the Darren Till versus. Um, Kelvin, Kelvin, Gaslam, Gaslam. Uh, I thought it was gonna be more of a uh, a swing away type of fight, but uh, Kevin Gaslam didn't do that good. Um, I don't know how um, one of the referees, one of the judge, one of the judges, scored thirty twenty seven for Kevin Gaslam. Yeah, it was. I mean, I kind of feel, I kind of feel for Kelvin Gaslam. He's a good not, fighter. It's not really easy when you know. I mean, Darren Till has a huge size advantage over him. I mean, it was a glaring size advantage. Yeah, and that's that's one thing that sucks about you know your weight class. Someone could be skinny and long, like Nate Diaz. He's long, skinny. Other guy can be short, but you know, buff. Yeah, so I, I thought that it was very, but um, yeah, but Darren Till had a good fight. He he knew what he had to do. He knew how to score points, how to win the game, how to win the match, and he did just that. So I think those are the two bad. So which fight stood out to you then? Um, obviously, uh, Wonder Boy, he had a good fight. He surprised me. I think that was fight of the night. 
Yeah, that was a that was a good fight. I think that one, that one was for me. That was the main card. My far as main card, I think that was fighter than I think they, that one. And then the uh, Kevin Lee, and then Jorge and uh, Diaz was probably third, only because the the Jorge and Diaz, we'll, you know. We'll get we'll get yeah, into that. Yeah. But uh, Stephen Thompson, he had a hell of a fight. He he does what he do. He did what he does best. He's a kickboxer, and you you can see it in the fight. You know. Taking those kicks to the body, taking them high to the head, you know, counter countering with some punches and some kicks, and uh, the Brazilian, he uh, he did he had a good fight also. He he didn't go away. Vincent Luque, he's tough, he's a tough yeah, he, kid, man. He took a lot of a lot of punches, a yeah. lot of kicks. Uh, I heard that uh, Stephen Thompson broke his hand in the first first, first round. round. Wow, that's what I heard. Um, kind of made sense now when you think about it. How many times did he knock him down to the ground? But he, you know, Stephen Thompson didn't. Ground and pound. Yeah, didn't go after him. He let him get up. So yeah, kind of made sense there. Now, 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 when you think about it, looking back at the fight. But yeah, I think that was that was a very good fight. I mean, both fighters exchanging hard punches. Mm-hmm. No know, one back. Stephen down. Thompson, he, he did when he think he he you know he clearly won the fight unanimously. But it wasn't as if to say he you know he completely dominated because the other, the other man Vincent Luque. I mean, he he gave shots of his own. Yeah, he stood in there, took a lot of hits, took a lot of damage. Encountered very good. Yeah, so it, it was Scouts a very, very that, that one was a very good fight overall. Top of the main card, best fight about, of the main card. Let's talk about the knockout of the night. Knockout of the night, uh, Kevin Lee. Um, first round, right? Second round. First round knockout. First round knock, knockout towards the end of what the round. What a performance! That was a great, great performance yeah. from Kevin Lee, man. Both well both fighters, both fighters had a good performance. They were hitting each other with some hard jabs during the uh, beginning of the fight. Um, a few kicks Kevin Lee uh, had in the in the beginning that missed, which uh, led him up to you know his left kick to the head knockout. And man, vicious knockout! Vicious knockout! I mean, set it perfectly with the right, gave him a little mm-hmm. right hook, set him up perfectly. Knew he was gonna skip shy to, to, right. to the right side and just threw that left foot. It was it was a beauty of a knock of a knockout. Well deserved from Kevin Lee. Mm-hmm. Very good in the present, the post conference too. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to stay humble. humble, to stay humble. I mean, it, it was that was you yeah. know. He's not known for that. That was that was very different for me to see from him. So I liked mm-hmm. that a lot. I think uh, it makes him a little bit more marketable, more likable too. Yeah, he said he was finding himself in that camp. He's with some new some new coaches, and he looked better. I'm not gonna. He looked really good. He he stayed calm. He had the right game plan. He yeah. he stuck with it. Didn't move away from it. Didn't shy away from it. Yeah, he all he said too. This fight was his. His toughest matchup, and uh, he yeah. did very good. Yeah, I mean, Gillespie didn't didn't do too bad as well. Yeah, he he has a few good punches, a few good counters, a few good left hooks. There's a couple couple uppercuts he almost landed. Yeah, so that was, yeah, that was that was a good fight all in all. Now to the main event, the the one that you guys all want to hear, the one Nate, you guys probably know about. Yeah, the Nate Diaz versus Jorge Masvidal fight. Just Give your thoughts on it real quick. For just round one and two. Just good round round one and two. What did you see in round one and two? Uh, round one right away started off. Jorge came out, <laughs> tried to do the same thing he did in his last fight, <laughs> didn't work. Um, but he kept the pressure. You know, they're both known for for uh, well, Diaz is known for pressure. Um, but I think Jorge, you know, so he controlled the fight the, in the first three rounds. Um, he had a first first minute, I believe. He hit Diaz with a, I think it was a left, left hook. Um, 
Diaz got dazed, fell down, stayed down. It was a smart move. He knew that uh, Masvidal wasn't going to come onto the ground with him. That would have been a big mistake. But he stayed down for a bit, you know, got his consciousness back. Um, eventually, Jorge backed off. Diaz went back on his feet. They were going at it again. Jorge was controlling the first two rounds. He was landing most of the the shots, the hard punches. Uh, Diaz, you know, obviously has that uh, that tissue, face tissue problem. Uh, yeah, the scar tissue. Scar tissue problem. So he, op- he bleeds easily, opens up easily. And I guess... Here, before I go into that, how do you feel about the first first two, three rounds? So the first round one and two, I think round one, Masvidal got in Diaz really good. I didn't think Diaz. I mean, I thought they were gonna end there. I mean, he he was just going after him. I know. I saw Diaz you guys. was rocked. Everyone in this house like, oh man, it's over. I was like, there's no way, there's no but, way uh, they're gonna let Diaz fucking end like that. There's but yeah, no but way. Diaz he did well to cover himself, protect himself. So you know that that's a positive. And um, yeah, I mean it was just, it was first round one and two. I mean it was mainly dominated Masvidal. I think Diaz had some few good shots. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than that, yeah, I think it was all Masvidal. He looked like the stronger fighter, the stronger, bulkier fighter. While Nate Diaz, like you know, he's obviously a little slimmer. And yeah, that that was what I thought of round one and two. I think um, Mas- I think Masvidal came hungry. You know, he, he he came hungry. He knew, you know, last fight was too easy. Wasn't going to happen again, and he tried to prove it out there. And, yeah, I just uh, attribute that to, to Masvidal for having the right game, game plan, having the right mentality. And, he yeah, he put very, a lot of damage into Nate Diaz in those first two rounds. Yeah, I think one of the big things he did for his game plan was those body shots. Yeah, body shots. Those were some nice body shots. Diaz, obviously, you know. Body shots are never the best. You know, you, you lose your breath, and Diaz actually showed it was hurting him just a little. Um, okay. Going into round three. Round three. I mean, round, round three. Nate Diaz's eyes are very already swollen and cut up. Top top of the eye, bottom of the eye, all around the eye, right eye to be specific. And that's how it was his last fight too. And uh, your thoughts? Sergio, your thoughts on round Sergio three? Pettis. Um, round three. I thought it was. It was going towards uh, Diaz, towards the end. Um, Diaz had some good shots. He uh, was in the clinch, and then Jorge was just grabbing him. Diaz, Diaz was just hitting him with the face shots. You know, uh, Jorge looked tired towards the end of the third round, and I think if the ending didn't go the way it did, Diaz would have came back and won. Either he he had to submit him, or you know call a, a TKO of some sort or else he wasn't going to get that uh, the unima- unanimous decision because those first three rounds was were pretty towards uh, Jorge yeah I think uh, Nate Diaz started to kind of go off in the third round kind of you know showing his, his stamina his durability his conditioning um, he was able to push Masvidal a little bit too while in the first round in round one and two you know Masvidal was able to push back off of him. And in round three, you know, Nate was able to, he pushed him to the cage, kind of was able to, you know, push him down, move him around. You know, he was he had some good shots. And uh, and then, you know, Nate Diaz kind of, he started to have influence in the fight. And, and it just came down to, you know, 
Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz is a late round fighter, you know. Yeah. You know, he fights in round four and five. Yeah, round he, three, three is when he, you know, three, he four, clicks five. it on. Four, yeah. five is when he goes out. And 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 you you could see it. Yeah. yeah. You you could see it. You could feel it. You know, Nate Diaz started to he was starting to grow. He was he was feeling out Jorge. Um, I don't think I don't think Nate Diaz was ever kind of like. What's the word? What's the proper word? Proper way of saying it? Um, surprise. Like he wasn't like in desperation mode. Yeah. Of losing the fight that he was gonna get, you know, get knocked out or, no. or get called. But um. And uh and yeah and then round round end of round three happened and then here comes round four. Just and, about to start. And they stopped the fight. Yeah, doc comes in. Takes it wasn't, a it wasn't even the doc. The doc said the doc let him fight. Who was it? I th- I think it was a ref that's or someone else stopped it, but it wasn't the it wasn't the Asian doc. Oh okay, maybe it was a I don't know, someone in charge of the fight. <laughs> yeah, someone else stopped the fight and uh, Nate Diaz wasn't too happy. Even the ref wasn't happy. He looked so disappointed. He just wasted off with so much disappointment. It was terrible. It, it was going it was going to be a classic fight. It was going to yeah, be a classic fight. It was going to be one of those. And so that all that happens, what 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 do you what, what's going on in your mind when you and you know when this happens when the you know the the, the ref stops the fight? I just feel uh, terrible. Um, I really thought Diaz was gonna come out the the fourth and fifth round and you know lay not lay Jorge out, but you know end up winning the fight. Um, of course, Jorge felt just as bad. It's not the way. Uh, you want to win, especially if the belt is called baddest motherfucker belt. And uh, if they're the baddest motherfuckers, let the motherfuckers fight. <laughs> take the gloves off. Take it outside in the parking lot. Let <laughs> let them finish it off. <laughs> um, but uh, I gotta say, uh, towards the um, actually, this. How do you feel about it? Because I'm about to change uh, subjects. But go ahead. How do you feel? All right. Well, first. It was disappointing, right? You know, his Stockton's own. He's he's out there. You know, he was he showed some heart. He you know he showed he belongs. Took a lot of hits. Took a lot of damage. Played it smart. And really, I mean, I mean, it's it's just, it was just it's very uncharacteristic to call a, a Nate Diaz fight off. You know? Yeah. I mean, every fight he had, his eyes are always swollen like that. Every fight. So what what changed now? Is what is what I want to know. I, the fear of Jorge, the background that he has, how much the year he's been having, I guess. Uh, maybe I guess they saw that Diaz wasn't looking the same as he usually does in in his recent fights. Because um, the the fight was mostly controlled by Jorge, and yeah, the majority of Diaz fights he controls the fight. And obviously, it was it wasn't like that. This fight, I don't know. Maybe they felt like, you know, Diaz is not gonna, he's not gonna stop until you lay him out. Then that goes for both of them. So I guess the doc or whoever had felt, you know, maybe before it gets even worse, something bad happens. Um, let's just stop this now. Yeah, man, I gotta call bullshit on that, man. I just, I just, I think if that's the reason for it, that's stupid way. You don't, you don't just have this big fight. This new belt just for that to happen yeah maybe maybe they're watching that uh that one uh boxing match of the girls because man <laughs> yeah, that was bad uh, if you, you know you know yeah man <laughs> we, we, we're not we're not gonna talk about that one <laughs> that was scary um 
So yeah, that happens. Uh, do you think they're gonna be a uh, part two rematch? Uh, I think so, but not anytime soon. I think maybe within a year. Um, Diaz was already saying that you know some bullshit's gonna happen like always, and he's not gonna fight. Um, Dana White won't give him some fights because it happened like this last time supposedly, and it it did. He took some time off because there wasn't no one uh, really worth fighting for. No big money fights, and I think Jorge Masvidal is obviously one of the uh, big fights for the money, especially for the baddest motherfucker belt, and especially uh, second fight because of how the this one just ended. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't think they'll do a rematch. I think uh, I I don't know. It's just it just seems like you know Nate Diaz is you know he's getting older. Um, how would you feel though? If you if you lose like that and there's no rematch, I think he made his money. Uh, I I just I spoke uh, yesterday with um with Friendly somebody was. with a so yeah with a uh, you know, acquaintance uh-huh. who um I guess Diaz's dad used to work for him, mm-hmm. and really? um yeah, and he he's basically just telling me that uh, <laughs> some funny stories about Diaz mm-hmm. brothers. I bet. Oh, he'll <laughs> tell me a lot of stories, man. Even one of a, one of our friends has a story. Oh yeah, with these brothers. <laughs> we'll have him come on one day and tell the story. It's pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah, but he was just telling me that uh, that you know Nate Diaz loves his money. Yeah. That Nate of Diaz course. loves his money, and I guess Nate Diaz is a dick. <laughs> I mean, and, who um, who, yeah. what, who who doesn't love money? That's one thing. If you're getting your if you you know if you're if this is your life and your your career and you're giving your you know your life on the line, you deserve to get paid good, especially the p- performances he's been given and all the good fights he has, and how much uh pl- publicity he gives out for the UFC. It's uh it's well deserving. Yeah, can't can't say, can't say it's not true. I mean, he's he's a needle mover in, in the UFC. He pushes the needle. He moves the needle. He's um he made big waves. He's he's done a lot for the UFC. I mean, so, so. man, what a year for Jorge! This yeah. was his year. Three yeah. fights, three wins. Going to next year, he's gonna have a. Um, he's gonna have a target on his back. That's yeah, he's for gonna sure. Have a target on his back. He's gonna make some more money, some better money. Although I won't say I was pretty impressed with his performance. To be honest, no. He doesn't do. I mean, yeah, he he. Much. I think he's a he's a heavy hitter. Yeah, and that's what he looks for. That, that, looks for those big shots. Yeah, I think he he's just a heavy. He just has heavy hands, and he can take shots. So, because if know. he was a better, if he was a better striker, better boxer, he should he would have taken out Nate in that first round when he had him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, and he, it's not like he has any wrestling skills either, or any jujitsu yeah, skills. Has none whatsoever. I believe. Uh, after, did you watch the press conferences afterwards? I did not, but I did hear Nate Diaz was calling out The Rock. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Man, fuck The Rock." Uh, he was on the wrong side. He can get, he can come get his ass beat too. <laughs> the Rock's all roid up, anyways. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jorge was saying that he he wasn't tired whatsoever. But during his press conference, he had hella slices of pizza, and he looked fucking gas. He looked fucking exhausted. <laughs> yeah, he had. I heard he had a lot of pizza and a lot of um, tequila. Yeah, and he was just fucking out of breath. And was like, dude, how are you going to say you're not tired? And over here munching, 
Like, you just gave out your life on the line. Like, he just fought his ass off, and it was only for three rounds. I'm telling you, those last two rounds, he wouldn't have survived. No, I think Diaz would have brought a lot of pressure. His conditioning would have showed. And Yeah, apparently both of these guys had some injuries, too, going into this fight. Yeah, uh, Nate Diaz had some of his foot, right? Yeah, Broken so foot, he couldn't run. Yeah, so he had a leg injury. It uh, caused him to, you know, not put as much pressure as he would like and, you know, what he usually does. And uh, Jorge had um, some problems with his hands. But, uh, you know, both of these guys are uh, are beasts, and there's no way they're going to back out of a fight. So they both went in. Um, I think uh, if none of, the, none of them had injuries, I think it would have been a way much better fight. Uh, I think Diaz would have put the pressure on him. And maybe if Jorge's hand wasn't broken, he actually would have finished Diaz. But if you see if you see your opponent down like that, you've got to finish them. Yeah, you got to go there, down there, ground pound, throw some elbows, throw those hammer fists, do anything to knock them out because they're not conscience. You got to you got to lay them out, and that would have been a hell of a fight, a hell of an ending to a baddest motherfucker fight, and he would have got some big bucks for that knockout. But he didn't. He'd rather just stay on his feet. He got too scared of what Diaz, what, uh, Diaz can do on the ground. And it was a smart move for him not to go down. It was a smart move for Diaz to stay down. All right. I think that that's it for that, right? Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> last, last little question I want to I throw out to you. Yeah. Now that since we're, uh, we're done with this and we kind of we talked about Canelo. What, what do you think about, um, I don't know if you, you heard, um, Masvidal really wants to take the fight with Canelo. I think it would be a pretty dumb idea for Jorge Masvidal. I don't think he can last uh, a boxing match, right? Boxing match, correct. I don't think he would last uh, as long as this uh, latest Russian guy. Canelo's not someone you want to be messing no, with. No, I I think right now, I mean. Yeah, right now, let's stay away. He's, he's yeah. the top tier fighter in the world right now. Yeah, I think, I mean, to move up two weight classes and to yeah. dominate. And he a has what? much, 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 much bigger guy. Yeah. And supposedly that Russian guy was supposed to be a heavy hitter. Didn't show nothing whatsoever. Scared. He was too scared of Canelo's counter. Yeah. It's it's weird to me how these how these uh, champions in the boxing um, take yeah. fights off. Like it's, It seems like everybody's a champion in boxing. There's that many belts. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has every belt. Uh, everyone is undefeated in boxing. Um, there is no really upsets in boxing whatsoever. Andy Ruiz? Well, that was that was well. That's what I'm saying. That fighter took that night off. He laid back. I don't think he took it off. I think Andy Ruiz just outboxed him. Well, I can't. Yeah, I really can't say because I have no clue how that guy boxes and and I pay attention. I think we just got lucky with that day. <laughs> we, we just flipped the, the we channels. Really just, we, just, we really just flipped on it. We're all like, oh look, there's a fight going on. Do you guys want to watch it? <laughs> eh, we weren't even paying attention. Yeah, we were no. like, it's on. Oh, it's fat. It's a fat Mexican guy versus a. <laughs> Some big Greek old chiseled, <laughs> Greek chiseled England, yeah, undefeated boxer. Next thing you know, Anthony Ruiz. I think the third round third drops round, him. <laughs> no, I think the, the third round, uh, Joshua drops Ruiz. Like, ah, this fight's over. We're like, whatever. Yeah. And then next thing you know, Ruiz drops him twice in the third round. We're just, we're going crazy. We're like, what the, what is happening? <laughs> Turn the volume up. Like, what we're, the hell is happening? Snapchatting everything, tw- tweeting everything. Twitter's going off. Damn, that that was one of the better fights I've seen in my life. Yeah, we've got to watch that next one. So yeah, so you Jorge no no go for a Canelo fight? Yeah, I don't think Canelo. If Canelo's smart enough, he wouldn't take it. Canelo obviously said um, after his fight that you know whenever he fights is a guarantee, 
and he wants a uh, big money fights right now. And I don't think Jorge is that for for Canelo. No, I think and plus I think it just I think Canelo would win too easy. Yeah, it's I mean we we we, we we saw what happened with McGregor and Mayweather. Yeah, and if, and you know Canelo's a much much more primed fighter than you know what Mayweather, Mayweather was at that age yep. when he fought McGregor. And that, I, I if I'm Jorge, I don't. Don't put yourself. Like don't, that. don't don't do don't that, Canelo. In that don't position. don't. No, Canelo, right now he's just on another level. Right now he's a little high. He, we need, Jorge, you had a good year. Let's just keep it at that. <laughs> yeah, three good right. three good fights and uh, three wins. Um, don't just stay in the UFC for now. You still have your you still have a lot to uh, you know prove. You you don't you haven't won a, a weight belt. You've only won something just made up last minute, and uh, he didn't even finish the guy off. It was stopped. Yeah. Plus, I mean, you don't want to. You don't want to mess with Canelo right now. I think he's in the. Might be the number one pound for pound fighter in boxing right now. I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> especially with that, especially with that performance. Uh, that's. Yeah. That was one hell of a fight, man. That uh, that knockout was. It was nasty. <laughs> that thing was. That knockout was hilarious. He, 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 he saw controlled his, the fight. Yeah. If if, Jorge did what uh, Canelo did, when. Uh, Diaz was dazed. Mm-hmm. It would have been, it would have been a different story. Canelo just saw him, you know, had the chicken legs. This dude was wobbling. Just and then sees the opening. Got him right in the chin. Right in the, him chin. Right in the chin. Dude goes through the ropes. <laughs> yeah, that, that's uh, that was that. No, so no rematch for Diaz. No fight for Masvidal versus Canelo. And so far, no, no rematch. Oh, you you think there's not gonna be a rematch? I say there is. Okay. Because there's no there's no big money fights in the in the UFC as of right now. The only biggest fight uh, that's coming up is uh, Covington versus uh, Usana, the champion, and Covington is just a terrible person, a, a shit talker, and he thinks all that talking is is good pu- publicity for him. It just not makes everyone not look. everyone could be McGregor, man. Yeah, McGregor. Sorry, you know, I, mean, I hate McGregor, but he's one of a kind. Yeah. He knew how to do it. He was smart about it. If Jorge wants a good fight, he should fight uh, Khabib. But, you know, Khabib's going to win that. Yeah, that wouldn't. I don't know, man. Khabib, he'll really pull him, throw him to the ground. Yeah. That'd be a good fight, though. That That's what Jorge should should go for. And then uh, Conor McGregor, I don't think he should come back. Um, it's a waste. <laughs> it's a waste. He just goes just go to the bar, start punching old people. Yeah, just, he should just start some bar fights. Drink, drink your shitty whiskey. Yeah. All right, that's gonna be all. All right, that's gonna be all for this, right? Believe so. Let's move on to the next subject. Well, what's been going on in the sports world right now, man? How 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 your teams doing? Oh man, one of my teams is undefeated. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we we talked about the Niners. Niners are undefeated, eight zero, going up against Seahawks on Monday night. Um, my basketball team is not doing so well. Sacramento Kings are two and five, yeah. two and six, two and f- two and five, or yeah. Um, they've got the Raptors coming up, and then they've got injured uh, Hawks coming up. Yeah, John Collins has got to spend twenty five games. Mm-hmm. Um, but those first couple games of the Kings have been terrible. I don't know what. Luke Walton was thinking, putting Trevor Reza in, starting Dwayne Deadman. These guys, I don't know why they would put him in if they didn't play with us last year. I would trust the guys that 
played with us last year so we can get that same intensity, the same flow, you know, the, the same quickness. You know, the, the shooters we have are really good. Um, I think Harrison Barnes is playing well for us recently. And uh, Rashawn Holmes is, is obviously earned that starting position. Mm-hmm. Uh, De'Aaron Fox is coming back to himself, hoping we get some more out of him. Bagley's obviously injured. He's going to be out for a while. Hopefully, once we get him back, we get this ball rolling and we get back to our old ways. But um, as our, our uh, let's say, uh, guys we picked up over the offseason, there's only one guy I believe that has shown, and that's Rashawn Holmes. Rashawn Holmes, yeah. Everyone else is a bust <laughs> so far. Um, I never liked Trevor Reza. That was a terrible pickup. Dwayne Dedman. I don't know what they're thinking. Um, and uh, Corey Joseph, that was terrible. She just kept Alec Burks. But, yeah, I'm not going to get too deep in the, into the Kings right now. It's still the beginning of the season. They still got a lot of more games to go. But I don't think we make playoffs this year. But how, how about you? How about your teams? They've been, do- they've well, been doing good? Well, before that, oh, well, what, do you, what do you put this Kings problems at? Is it players? Is it coaching? Is it the system? I think it's the coaching decisions. Or is it not good enough? I think it's the coaching decisions. Uh, In those first couple games, somehow, some uh, way, Luke Walton wanted to put Trevor Reza in for a majority majority of the game. And he has produced absolutely nothing. He's just standing in the corner. I don't think he's a very good defender. (laughs) He's obviously too slow for our pace. Um, it's to just keep him on the bench and just get that veteran uh that mindset for these for these young guys, you know, coach them from the bench, not on the court. And uh, okay, yeah, I just really hate that guy. <laughs> All right, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I how do you how do you feel, f- uh, you know, looking from the other team's pers- perspective? Well. It's tough, right? Because I was a huge Dave Yeager fan from his Memphis days. Yeah, and I was very high on him. I think he was he's a he's a very good coach. He knows how to coach. He knows yeah. how to set his team up. He knows what he wants and how he's going to get it, no matter who's out there. Mm-hmm. And I think he just brings a different type of leadership. I think Luke Walton's too soft, and that's my that's where I get on Luke Walton. I think I think the players don't look at him as a leader. I think they look at him as an equal. Like, oh, you know. Yeah, because with Dev Yeager, he seemed pissed sometimes, and you can tell the players, like, damn, I'm really pissing coach off. I need to, like, and I'm not playing as well. I need to step it up. It, but with it, Luke Wallen, he just, like, patting each other on the back, like, come on, guys, let's just let's just go out and get this win. Like, come on, man, that's not the mentality you want. Yeah. You, want to, you want these guys to go out and give them their all. You don't want to give them a damn participation fucking ribbon. And then, and then you also have the allegations that happened during the offseason. I think that probably create, created a distraction. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's always something. Yeah, and uh, but um, the team there's you know you still have a lot of good pieces. Yeah, a lot of good players on the team. Yeah, we can still build. You know the future's not bleak; it's still very bright. Yeah, and it's just execution. Yeah, I think yeah, I think just uh, you know, I don't think Luke, you know, Luke Walton's last. I I know he's that's Vladdy's guy. Vladdy really likes him. He's very on high on him. But I don't think he's a fit. Yeah, I think he just, I mean, we saw with the Lakers. He had LeBron. Yeah. You know, he had LeBron. And obviously with the Warriors, that's very different. 
you know, you know, you had one of the best teams of all time. You know, I think it was really hard to mess that up. Yeah, you should just send the players out. But hey, guys, do what you guys been doing. You know, you guys know how to win. You guys are veterans. You guys are champions. Speaking about the Warriors and and all that, let's let's uh, hell of a game. Yeah, Warriors. You know, they beat Portland Trailblazers surprisingly, the shock of everybody. Mm-hmm. Look like a college college basketball team with Willie Collie Stein out there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, basically, yeah, the Warriors aren't good. I mean, and they shouldn't be. If you, if you look at the starting lineup and everyone that's playing, you don't expect much. I mean, they they put out they put out a lineup the other day with Kai Bowman. Who was it? it was Kai Bowman? It's uh Jordan Poole, uh, Glenn Robinson the third, Eric Pascal, and who's a five? I think it was um. Maybe I don't think it was Willie. Yeah, I think it was Willie. Or, I think or that was Marquise the first game Chris. he played. I think it was Willie. I think it's it the first just game. Just like played. this might be the worst starting five in the, you know of all time. Yeah. And yeah, they, you know, and ever since they um. Yeah, they they haven't been too bad. I think they they gave a fight against Charlotte. They show a lot of confidence. And man, the the Warriors are fun to watch again. I yeah. haven't been this excited to watch a game since um the beginning of the era. No, I think it, the 2016-2017 playoffs. Okay. Mm, I mean, that was I mean, that that Warriors team might have been the best all around. I mean, that was the best off that was the best playoff run maybe all time. Yeah. 16 and 1, best offense, best defense. I mean, they literally lost one game to the. They lost one game to the Cleveland Cavs. You know, Cavs didn't have a historic twenty-four threes that game, and the rest gave nothing. No calls to the Warriors. But all in all, yeah, this time I mean, this team is fun. Eric Pascal looks like the real deal. Yeah, I mean, he's averaged. He had thirty-six last night, uh, twenty-five the day before. I mean, he's he's the he's the offensive leader right now. He said in the tone. He, I mean, he's strong. He's a he's a good finisher. He can shoot. I mean, he's a sleeper pick rookie of the year. He's very athletic. I was watching the highlights the other day or this morning. Yeah, um, he's very athletic. I thought he would be like slow, sluggish type of you know inside man, but he's got some good shooting skills. And I his, think I told you bounce, about him. Yeah, his I told you about him before the season started. I said this yeah. guy's gonna be good. Then I told. I think I was like. I think I told you that he was guarding LeBron in the preseason yeah. every single time out because mm-hmm. he's strong and fast. But yeah, I mean, I mean, this year Ricky of the Year is pretty open. I mean, with Zion being out for two plus months, John Morant's been good, but he hasn't been, you know, amazing. Tyler um, Hero, he's been he's Tyler Hero is all right. Kendrick Nunn might be. I mean, yeah, Kendrick Nunn. He was in the G League with the Warriors last year. Yeah, he has experience. Yeah, that's cheating. And then uh, who else is up there for Rookie of the Year? R.J. Barrett might be up there. I mean, it's pretty wide open. Yeah, and two is still the beginning of the, what's it been, two weeks, three weeks of NBA. We still, they still have yeah, 70 still games ago. Yeah, that's still a lot of playing time. But, I mean, the Warriors game plan, it's got to be compete, play hard, and try to get try to get a good draft pick. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, look what look what the the, nine, the ninety eight Spurs. I mean, th- those those late nineties team were amazing. They had they had David Robinson. I mean, all pro Hall of Famer. He 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 goes out. He gets injured all for the whole year. They lose him for a whole year. He's out. 
What what did the Spurs do? They tank. They tank. They get the first pick, and guess who they got? Kawhi. Tim Duncan. This oh. is late nineties. Oh, okay. Late nineties, they get Tim Duncan with the first overall pick. They win. I think they win the title in that very next year. David Robinson, Tim Duncan. <laughs> All right. The, the, the Warriors are in a similar position where, you know, everyone's injured. There's no reason to play the season anymore. You know, we have the hard. They have, they're under a hard cap. They can't go over the you know the cap. They can't you know pay a luxury tax. Take a year off. Get everyone. You know, Clay Thompson will be back next year. Draymond Green will be healthy next year. Uh, Steph Curry's obviously got the broken hand. He should be fine. He'll play. But take the year off. Get a top ten draft pick. They're going to get a top ten draft pick. Might be you know top five. Yeah, with the way the Suns are playing, these Suns are no joke right now. And then you know their their draft pick is top twenty protected. They they had traded it actually. Really. In the Kevin Durant signing trade, but it is top twenty protected. So the Warriors are in the top twenty, which it looks like they will be. They'll keep it. But let's hope there's some good players coming out of the college this year. Yeah, I think there's about three or four that, that look decent. Yeah, there hasn't been a lot in the past recent years. And, yeah, I mean, that's I think that's the, the plan for the Warriors is to, I mean, compete, still play hard. Tickets are nice right now. Price, they priced everyone out from Oracle, but not everyone can get tickets again because no one wants to go. Yep, just like the Kings. Dude, I was looking at Kings tickets like 13 bucks. Best bang for your buck. Holy <laughs> hell, man. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah, so the Warriors, the Warriors are exciting. Uh, if you're betting. Don't oh, bet on them. <laughs> don't bet on them, but bet on Eric Pascal to win Rookie of the Year. <laughs> you, saying, you saying it now? He won't win Rookie of the Year. I mean, <laughs> he's a second-round pick. It's, I mean, it's, he's, he's he'll, he'll have to average like 27 for the yeah. year to to win Rookie of the Year. A double double or something. Yeah, I don't think that'll happen. Plus, we know with with Jaw playing starting. Yeah, and you got R.J. Barrett, who looks very nice. Kendrick Nunn is a is a walking Solid. bucket. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's it for the Warriors. You know, the Warriors. You know, the Trailblazers game was freaking fun, man. I think I believe we have the same record. Yeah, two we wins. We do have the same record. Yeah. I think we should just combine each other's teams, to be honest, <laughs> <laughs> for the year. Yeah, I don't mind having De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> De'Aaron Fox and, you know, healthy Marvin Bagley. I don't Bagley. mind having Willie back. <laughs> yes, you do. I love Willie. But instead of Trevor Reza, you got Eric Pascal. Come on, it doesn't get better than that. Even Alec Burks. Yeah, take Corey Joseph away. Kai Bowman. Kai Bowman you know who, nice. who surprises me that doesn't play a lot? Yogi Ferrell. Too short. Can't play defense. It doesn't matter. He puts up points. Yeah, he's a, he's a bucket. And we, when we're down or when we're up, yeah, when we're up, you know, just put him in. Let him keep the score up. He's a, he's a very good shooter. I know he's not the best defender, but I'd rather have him up there making points than Trevor Reza walking around the court. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Reza ski mask gang. He's first team all ski mask gang. That guy. Dude, I mean, think about all the money he made with Houston. All the money he um he made with the Lakers. We should get Iman Shumper back. All the all the money he got with Washington. Oh, he was a Phoenix. He got that huge contract yeah, from Phoenix. Phoenix, and then they traded him because he was like, "This guy sucks. He doesn't want to play." And then he got paid with Washington. And now he's getting paid with the Kings. I don't know Ski what mask gang. I don't know what the hell these people seeing in Trevor Reza. 
Because he's, cause he's been on winning teams. Doesn't make him a winner. <laughs> he, he is ski mask gang. First team. It's terrible. But I think that's it. That's it. Yeah. Let's call it off. I think that's a tip for the episode. Uh, we'll come back tomorrow with the, the predictions for the NFL. Yeah, and then uh, do, we'll, we'll do that on the next episode. The, yeah, we'll talk about predictions, and we'll talk about the Niners versus Seattle game, which is going to be a hell of a game. Monday, Monday night, night football. It's going to be exciting. Make sure you guys press the mute button because no one wants to hear Booger talk. It's absolutely terrible. And if anyone has spare tickets, let me know. If anyone has spare tickets for the F, hook up the whole Bank podcast. <laughs> I'll give you a shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> Free shirt from uh, Soul Creations. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> uh, they just we we uh, asked for the shirts back. They did. No. Oh, I will ask the people I get the shirts to for the shirts back. Can I get the shirt back, please? Oh, you know. Put a whole bag, just sticker on it. <laughs> Call it a shirt. Um, That's not a bad idea. We need to make stickers. We do gotta make stickers. We, we gotta make for uh, for Levi's. Yeah, so we're gonna we'll be at Levi's. Next week November versus 17th. the Cardinals. Yeah, about it's about two weeks a week and a half. Is Man, Vic, Vic going to be there? Is Vic going? Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't asked. Hey, if Vic. he listens to this, uh, hey Vic, we'll if you're see. going, man, we're gonna tailgate. Hey Vic, interview. Yeah. Him. I know Vic tailgates. They tailgate. They they mob. They got a whole bunch of people that go. The whole fam goes. We can have them. They're uh, we can interview them. Yeah. Interview some other fans. Legit, for sure, for sure. All right, that's going to be all for our episode tonight. Yep. Sign us out, man. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Make sure you guys subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends. Um, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at the Cruzo. You can find me at HeartbreakBand15 on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and uh, cut this one today. It's about 42 minutes. It's a pretty good episode. Not as long as the other one, but uh, stay tuned for more. We got predictions and a Seattle Niner game coming up. Preview. Preview. Uh, clocking out. Clocking out. That's the whole shebang. Bye.